Free from the iPod of one Ryan. Welcome back. Like, by the way, I saw Madonna in concert once. It was at BC Place, and all she did was moan about the fact that the clock at the back of the stadium was on. She's like, can you turn that thing off? I feel like I'm on a timer. It's like, just sing like a prayer. Let's move on, all right? Let's get on to it. Okay, best and worst school lunches. Yeah, we're going to talk about this. Ryan and Jerry, kind enough to join me as we do the proverbial long weekend roundtable. Jerry, before we get to you and your thoughts on best and then worst school lunches, Ryan, I know you're a man of many cuisines. Tell me the best lunch that your parents ever packed for you, and then tell me one that maybe, eh, you could have done without. Okay, so it's really basic. If you're a kid who was, you know, born in the 90s, you went to school in the 90s, in the early 2000s, right? We all had Lunchables, right? We all had them. But specifically, it's the nachos one. That kill. If you brought that to school, Rob, you were the man. Everyone was coming up to you trying to get a piece of it, trying to get the little, you know, what was it, the little chocolate that would come with it? It was either Kit Kat or there was like a nougat one as well. There was like a Kit Kat and arrow. Yeah, I know Dude, exactly what honestly, you mean. Honestly, you were the man if you showed up to class with that. And if you came to class with McDonald's, I swear, Rob, oh my God, you were even like, that was like levels above that. Now, again, not the most nutritious, but those Lunchables, you know, once every couple of weeks, maybe, maybe once a month, killed it. Honestly, loved those nachos ones. But they're tiny. I'm looking at this right now. Yeah, but the, when the you're like just small, when I, you're I like, like eight years old, when you're eight years old, Rob, it's enough for you. You were eight in the nineties. No, well, no, I'm not that old. But when you're a little, just a little kid, what do you mean that old? I was born in '93, Rob. So do the mathematics well, do there. Yeah, yeah, I don't know if you ever saw my <laughs> math grades. <laughs> I'm just lucky we don't start it with the letter K here. Okay, Jerry. Now, the, okay, hold on, hold on, Jerry. Hold on, you want the worst? I do want the worst. Okay, well, again, basic, but you know what? I wasn't a big fan of sandwiches. Like, honestly, I was always like, Mom, Dad, like, I know you guys put a lot of effort into it, but every single day, I can't do this anymore. But what it's goes just, into one of your sandwiches? Honestly, it was just, so you had your bread, you had your, I think it was usually like mayonnaise, there was mustard. Um, from time to time, there was lettuce and tomato. Tomato, I would always say don't do it, because then it just, it makes it all soggy. Yeah. And then it was just like regular lunch meat kind of, right? You know, when you're like 10, Look 11, 12. Look at you scrunching your nose as if it's the most it wasn't, impossible thing It was thing good imaginable. for a couple of days, but if you're eating that all week, I couldn't do it anymore, Rob. And then once we, I got to high school and you got the cafeteria, oh, okay, that game was over. a game changer. And I loved lunch. I loved lunch then. Huh. All right, Jerry, the best. The best are, if I can't say Lunchables. You were going to say Lunchables? I, I have a backup, though. I have a backup because I forgot Lunchables existed. And I was like, oh, those were good. Like the weird soggy pizza one. But the nacho one was like supreme. However, uh, Zappums. I don't know, Ryan, if you're familiar with Zappums. I am not, no. Oh, we're Because we're almost the same age. Um, I'm 94 years old. <laughs> and, um, no, it was like Michelinas, I think, or like adjacent. But it's something you slap in the microwave. It was chicken nuggets and crinkle fries. And they became soggy and molten they were a million degrees you were the man uh, everyone was like can i have a fry it was all oh, be your best friend can i have a fry can you give me a nugget and i think you got dipping sauce i don't recall it doesn't, re- it doesn't show okay. dipping sauce here but it looks like Just dry it's awful <laughs> it was the worst uh but like it was my absolute favorite as a perfectly spheroid little child and then Aww. i think the worst i stopped liking uh salami sandwiches i've eaten too many salami sandwiches in my life so, so make the salami sandwich we got the bread it's we got the, bread. the salami what else we is got in there salami we've got mustard and then we got more bread because i was also kind of a picky kid and i'm like right. i'll eat the thing with the mustard but then the sog factor so it was just yeah. like one micron thick layer of mustard but uh, i'll make that for myself now easy 
Christine. Okay, so as the old guy here, the, the old person, <laughs> I was like, I ate whorehound candy back. Anyways, that's what you had back in the 20s and 30s. Someone's like, oh, I remember Werther's. Anyways, so the best one that I had is anything hot, anything that was in a thermos. So if you ever got like uh, chunky noodle soup or something like that, it was just kind of like the creme de la creme. It was like you were walking with a Conor McGregor strut. But the one thing that my parents were guilty of as when I was a kid was, and I knew this all the time, it was an apple. It was uh, one like pudding cup or something like that, which was gone before I got to the bottom of the elevator. I, I wouldn't even make it outside. Like that thing was hammered right away. And then I would always get a peanut butter and jam sandwich. And that was a staple, but it was wrapped in tinfoil. And I don't know what it was about the tinfoil, but it made the bread like wet. So, and, and then it was like, honest to God, there was enough peanut butter on this sandwich right there that I could have reconstructed my knee. Like it was so proportioned wrong. Like it was a piece of bread, a, an inch and a half of peanut butter that would stick to the roof of your mouth forever. A trace, almost like just a thought of, you know, like jam. Like it was almost like it was the bottom of the jar every single day. It's like, you know, you could buy, no, it's kind of like, remember ketchup? Sometimes at the end of our ketchup, instead of buying a new ketchup, we would add milk to the final like one tenth of the uh, of the ketchup, and it would be pink. It would look like Pepto Bismol, uh, but it would still taste vile. like ketchup. Anyways, you know what? You gotta get by, right? But I used to fire, and I say this lovingly because I know my parents had to work hard when I was a kid. I used to fire one of these sandwiches after another every day into the same backyard on my way to school. <laughs> Every week, <laughs> there might have been three to four new sandwiches there. I, see, I don't know if you've ever seen the TV show Dexter. I think I mentioned this to you, Jerry. One episode of Dexter, they showed all the bodies he had killed at the bottom of the ocean. It was just like this huge amount of like body bags. I swear by the time you got to like Christmas, there might have been a small mountain of peanut butter and jam sandwiches in like unit three of the house by Military Trail Elementary School. <laughs> Did they ever wonder like where are these sandwiches coming from? Oh, dude, I would throw these like it was the final opportunity to win a medal at the Olympics. And I would just huck it. And I swear it always go into the same backyard. And that was just my thing. So Apple would go fired into like someone's backyard. I would eat the pudding before I got to the bottom of the staircase or the bottom of the elevator. And then the sandwich was gone. So essentially I was fueling myself on one like Chocolate Popeye and thing. spinach. Yeah, that just was Just popping it, it into you, the but air. Did you, were you guys young enough or old enough to ever have like pizza day at school or oh, cheeseburger yeah. day? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was hot the best lunch, day. Hot lunch, hot lunch What was it? Hot lunch mm-hmm. Thursday or something like that? Well, it wasn't every week now. At least no, not I think us. it was like quarterly. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't an every really? week I thing. thought it was a little more than that. But no. the reason I say this and the reason we're having this roundtable is you're driving around right now. You're trying to figure out what your kids want. Here's what they want. They want Lunchables. Yeah. They want Zappums. They want uh, better proportions and ratios on their PB&J sandwiches. And more than anything, they just want to make sure that if that once every term comes up and that cheeseburger Sunday shows up or cheeseburger Thursday or whatever day it is, that they've got the opportunity to sit down with their buddies and get it. Is that fair? That's fair. Absolutely. That's a good round table right there. I think we did it. See, parents, we're here for you. (laughs) By the way, I'm looking at this picture of Zappums. They're terrible. (laughs) Stop ragging on my lunch, they Rob. They probably taste so good. Too. Look at it. No, there's like six crinkle cut fries and a bunch of chicken nuggets that look like it's a piece of the nugget that fell off the main nugget. Like it looks awful. Oh, they're vile for sure. Just probably packed full of chemicals. Yeah, but, mm-hmm. doesn't look like it's good for you, man. You're a kid, though. You're a kid. Yeah, I guess. All right. <laughs> 
Great contribution to the radio today. Uh, <laughs> Thanks, we did thank it, guys. you to both Ryan and to Jerry thank and you. to the parents out there. I'm sorry. A kid in the background, like a lunchable. I'd love to go to school in the lunchable. <laughs> okay, when we come back, here's a question for you parents. 